0: Hey guys, Tom Oliver and Sean Quigley here from the podcast What's Going On Here? You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud,
1: Stitcher, and
0: TuneIn. And to get in touch with us, uh, just go to our Facebook page and leave a message or email us at what's going on here Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys and welcome ladies and gentlemen back to another episode of what's going on here my name is Tomo Lubrick and with me as usual is the um superlative I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the word count low today the superlative Mr. Sean Quigley also known as the Quig sir how are
1: you uh I'm good Uh pretty good Yeah. yeah um feeling i'm mean, a bit i'm a bit confused i'm thrown for a loop that like we were saying earlier like that it's it's dark it's the weird that the seasons have changed the, the, the weather's odd the, the everything's i'm i'm getting yeah. my body's not where my brain is i'm feeling a little bit confused
0: yeah yeah well yes yeah, so the daylight savings time just happened this last weekend mm-hmm. so that kind of throws everything yeah i was coming home yesterday from 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 an audition and i mean it was five o'clock and it was already like pitch black, just about. You know, it's like now. Granted, it was cloudy, so that adds to it too, and rainy. Yeah. But yeah, it's like when it goes from like, oh, it's six o'clock, it's still kind of light, and then all of a sudden it just kind of, like you said, it just throws you, and you're just like, ah, oh, what's happening? It confuses
1: me. I get like, I'm like starving, hungry, at like five o'clock.
0: I'm like, <laughs> I need to eat five. And like, why? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very strange. <laughs> Very bizarre. So, uh, folks, in case you've never listened to our podcast before, what we do here is we watch a TV show or a movie or a documentary or reality TV um, that nobody's ever seen or heard before. Uh, Not nobody. Somebody has, but most people haven't. We certainly haven't heard of it. We go on the various TV services and try to find them. Um, If it's in a foreign language, we turn off the uh, subtitles. And then we watch the middle 20 minutes, and we try to figure out what's going on here. At the same time, we also review local eateries, and we review local brew whenever possible. So today's show that we're uh, reviewing is actually a um, reality TV show from Japan called Terrace House Aloha State. And there's apparently four seasons of it. Mm. The first season was in 2016, but the next three seasons were in... Uh, 2017, and then we looked for an episode name that looked interesting. We, of course, turned off the subtitles, and the episode was called Guilty Samurai.
1: Yes. Yes. That made us chuckle.
0: We, yes. So we were like, okay, this is going to be juicy. Why don't we watch the middle 20 minutes of Guilty Samurai? And that was Season 3, Episode 4. Um, our eatery that we're reviewing is a little bit of a different take, but it's a, it's a bakery, actually. It's called uh, Jerdan Bakery, D-J-E-R-D-A-N, or Jerdan, uh, which is located in South Hackensack. They also have a restaurant in Brooklyn, and they make a very Balkan treat as part of our uh, football foods, kind of finger foods. They make what's called burek, which is kind of like a, a filo dough filled with beef, potatoes, cheese, whatever. And they make a nice little, and these were little like hand-sized rolls that you can munch on, so we, we reviewed those, or we tried those. And our beer today is from Six Point Brewery in Brooklyn, and it's uh, Cold Shower, uh, which is a Kelsch, um, and there's a little bit of a confusion here. Cold Shower is spelled K-O-L-D-S-C-H-A-U-E-R, and the label on the bottle says 6% ABV, but when I look it up on untapped, it says 4.2% with a 23 IBU. The label on the bottle doesn't say which one, so I'm not sure which one it is. Doesn't matter. We're gonna review it because mm-hmm. um, I got the beers through. This was actually a nice. I came across it. And I guess maybe because you know Mark Zuckerberg targets what I do, and because <laughs> oh, like, this guy likes to drink a lot of beer, let's send him this. And it's this service called Hopsy, and I told you about this off 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 radio. Um, they basically you sign up for the service. And they go to all the local breweries and send you a different pack of them. And I got like six uh, half growlers, uh, not six, four half growlers of different beers from different breweries. Now, I've heard of Six Point, but the other three breweries I mm. haven't heard of. So that was kind of fun. I think I enjoyed it. And I actually, and they offered a deal. So I got these four half growlers for 20 bucks.
1: It's pretty good.
0: So, you know, it's normally like a $50 thing delivered and... But it comes right to your door. They come cool, and you get nice beer. For basically, you're getting two growlers for 50 bucks, which isn't cheap. But if you order it, but they have all these like offers now. Like if your friend orders, you get another one for like 20 bucks. And first time they signed up, you just pay 20 bucks and Uh, that kind of stuff. So I mean, I don't know if it's worth it for 50 bucks a shipment, Mm -hmm. but for 20 bucks to try like four new beers, yeah, I think it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we're, that's what we're trying. I guess, uh, as is usual, let's, um, get right into it. Shall we pop it's, this, pop this, uh, open.
1: Oh. I have to say it's the, uh, with the, uh, the bakery that we're talking about. That's the second time you've, uh, spelled out the bakery for me because I was asking uh, how to spell the bakery before. And in both times you said it because it starts with D and a J uh-huh. and there's a lot of other letters after it. That, uh, <laughs> both times you've said it, I can't help but hear DJ, Erdan? And then, and then just thinking every letter you say after that is just part of a DJ's name. <laughs> nice. I think it's a very complicated just Dude, DJ.
0: That would be, it would probably be a great Turkish DJ called DJ Erdan.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh,
0: we should probably like pitch a show to like Turkish television.
1: Oh, I mean. I'm for sh- some of the episodes we reviewed? Oh, yeah, I'm sure they'd be interested. Yeah.
0: Subat would probably be interested, maybe be a, make a guest. You could totally be DJ Erdan on an episode of Subat. I'm thinking. Yeah, maybe. I thought, I'm thinking <laughs> it might be. But anyway, let me pour poorly, as I say. Well, it looks very nice so far. We'll add some more to it. Mm-hmm. I poured it terribly because I'm reaching over the table here. and So we both have a lot of head. Yes. Phrasing. Wow. Phrasing. Yeah, sorry. But. Um, Hmm, it looks good. It does like it. It's a nice, it's a little bit hazy. Hmm. A little bit hazy. The head is very, a nice solid head, I have to say. Kind of fresh. Well, you know what? Might as well take a sip, yeah? Oh, that's nice.
1: Hmm.
0: That's very nice. A little bit citrusy. Um, not too much uh, uh, carbonation.
1: That's interesting. That's not what I expected. That's. It almost tastes like an IPA to me. Like it's, it's got. A if, it, hoppy. if it I wasn't taste the hops.
0: It, it's not as. Well, if this was an IPA, I would expect it to taste more bitter, mm-hmm. more hoppy, I guess. Yeah usually like the u.s ipas tend to get very hoppy yeah, 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 yeah. so uh, but this is this is this is almost in the lager realm to me
1: yeah hmm.
0: the the flavor it, the citrus is throwing it off though yeah if it wasn't citrusy i would think this was a lager yeah no, okay
1: yeah no you're right the the taste is citrusy but the the actual the, the body of it the it is 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 a lot more lagery. You can tell that it's it's not uh, it's not particularly strong beer.
0: No, so I'm wondering if the six percent on the label is incorrect and the four point two on the Untapped. It tastes is more like correct. a
1: four than a six to me.
0: It does taste more like a four than a six. Absolutely.
1: But that's good. I feel like we've had a lot of uh, strong beers. stronger beers recently. Which is nice in itself, but it's nice to have a beer that you know that you could uh,
0: just yeah. chill with and throw a few back and be fine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. This is, uh, yeah, I, this is, <laughs> again, the, the yardstick is, if I was at a party and this was the only beer, this is, uh, I, I'd be perfectly fine with that. Oh,
1: this, this is a big improvement. My work uh, Halloween party, that was, yeah. I guess, like, whatever that was about uh Week ago or A week something. ago or something. Um, yeah. they the only beer they had available, which is the same as our Pitnag uh summer uh company Pitning was the same deal and which is funny because they're two completely different places, but for uh-huh. some reason they had the same beer choices, which I don't know why. Okay. Were uh Coors Lights oh and Yingwing and uh, uh, I, I always I go for yingling because I'm like not wasting my energy on cause like no I, I hate yingling <laughs> I, I have one Wait, what
0: yingling is it though just regular yingling. just a regular just straight up
1: regular yingling
0: yeah I I generally can't have more than like two of those I just
1: it's really heavy and the taste is it's like it's all such a weird beer there's so much go- like it's it feels heavy and it's, it's strong taste mm. but it's not a very strong beer it's like a It's a weird beer to me, Yingling. It kind of reminds me in England of like an old-fashioned ale of some kind. That is just a lot going on, but just I don't know. I I don't get Yingling. It just confuses me. No, no, I. Very.
0: There was. I was trying to think. There was one Yingling that I tried once, and it wasn't the standard one. And I actually thought it wasn't bad. I was at a party somewhere and I couldn't tell you which one it is. And I might be talking just out of turn and I was just drunk already and it was regularly yingling and I enjoyed it. But I generally, yeah, yingling is to me, it, it's almost like it tastes skunky from the begin from the get go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to but, me it
1: tastes, like, it tastes like the bottom of a barrel every time I drink it.
0: Yeah, like all, the, right, that like you're drinking the sediment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very old fashioned in that
1: terms like in England you get a lot of ales yeah. you get in pubs and there would legitimately be chunks of crap in it <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 and it tastes like that to me. yeah because
0: because all the all the all the mass produced ones and and I think we've talked about this because I, I my buddy pointed that out um, in order to save money the big American breweries instead of using barley they'll throw in rice mm. and it's just not the same thing and there's a reason why one they taste so without any flavor but that actually is more of a function of them not using a lot of hops mm-hmm. you know they'll use like two ounces of hops per barrel or something ridiculous like that where sam adams which is a nice full regular and you know it's a huge beer company yeah i, I don't know if they're probably not on the level of your coors lights and whatever or budweiser because in but budweiser i don't know if coors light is owned by anybody but you know they put in a pound of hops for Sam Adams. Yeah. And you can taste it. hmm You know? But the, the Coors Lights and what... I have two or three and whatever it is, it is. Is it the rice? Is it... I don't know what it is. It starts tasting like I have ash in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like somebody poured a, 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 a freaking ashtray in my mouth. And that's like... So something about it definitely yeah, bothers yeah, yeah. me. And so... Yeah, you know, if I see water. it, I'm just like, mm. you know, it's one of those like, what do we have? Well, we have wine and Coors Light. I'll have some wine, please. Yeah, is yeah, I, I yeah. don't. Yeah, that's
1: what I did at the party. I just drank wine. <laughs> yeah, they had
0: sangria as well, and that was
1: terrible. Oh it was God. watered down to all hell. Yeah, so I just had wine, and the wine was also terrible. But still had the wine <laughs> better than Coors
0: Light. But, yeah, better than Coors Light.
1: <laughs> it's funny you said about San Adams. I was saying to Tim earlier on, I spent the weekend in Boston, and uh, I went to... Um, oh, you went to the Sam Adams bar? I went to the bar that... It's not called Sam Adams, but it's called the... i forgot what it's called. Um, but it's, it's the only bar in the world where you can drink a nice, cold Sam Adams while facing a cold, dead Sam Adams. <laughs> it's literally across from the graveyard where he's buried, and you can see his gravestone. Like at the bar. (laughs) be drinking a Sam Adams looking at dead Sam Adams.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. I like it. (laughs) Mm. Nice. Well, all right. So we decided to watch Terrace House Aloha State, season three, episode four, The Guilty Samurai. Mm. And it starts with two
1: guys. I'm gonna put it out there. I think he's so guilty because it was because his episode is incredibly boring. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, I mean, we're in a
0: lull. We're in a weird show lull. We, well, we are. However, teeth was good. Teeth was very good. Teeth teeth. was very good. Teeth, and at the end, we didn't even. I realized that after we were done, we didn't even do what's going on here because there was really no need to figure out what's going on because it was just everything was. Yeah, Pretty much self-explanatory, we got to some good parts, and it was a fun movie, actually. Mm-hmm. There, there, I was reading the article, like, literally two days later, Vice put out that article about it becoming a, a cult favorite, especially amongst young women, and uh, they were talking about they wanted to make a TV series out of it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, it seems like it's a one-trick pony, because you have wow. a- <laughs> And, and and again then then I thought about what we were saying on the show well maybe yeah you can be an avenging spirit like you said maybe a guy gets it and it's like anus dentata or something <laughs> <laughs> and he's a vengeful spirit in the prison system in the US i don't know something but but yeah teeth was good but then yeah a few episodes it's just not a lot of good
1: stuff out there if i was doing it a tv show i'd make it like Current climate wise, you know, satire of the current climate, I have it like spin on the head, kind of mise en scène, kind of like show within a show thing. Uh-huh. I would have it set in a world where, where the, the female character is an actress uh-huh. that maybe even was in t- Teeth uh-huh. and she's an actress and it's about her trying to make it in Hollywood and meeting all these Harvey Weinstein like producers and, getting and their just chopping off the dicks older with wings, their, yeah. With their teeth.
0: That, that would be the that would yeah, I, you know what I'd probably watch that yeah
1: <laughs> it's like female entourage but with like <clears throat> but with
0: a tooth vagina nice yeah. <laughs> yeah. well anyway so, so we get our into the middle 20 minutes we start the episode and there's two guys in, a, in obviously this is some fancy house that they're renting in Hawaii this is in Hawaii the show it's a Japanese reality show in Hawaii and I guess it's I don't know, like real world, but the Japanese version. Did you even say what it's called? Yeah, Terrace House, Aloha State. Oh, you did? Oh, you did? Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, so one guy, and he, just by the look of him, you can tell he's like the heartthrob of the group. Just his hair is done like in this, which I'm always envious of because I'm losing half of my hair anyway, but it's this very just like Dragon Ball Z-like hairstyle mm. that he's got, and there's tons of it, and it's... It, it it literally looks like like an anime like hairdo, mm. and he's rocking it. It is like there's no doubt about it. This dude is rocking it, and he's talking with another guy who looks very un-Japanese. And we both commented on he looked more like Latino or Mediterranean or Middle Eastern. Yeah, but you know, so maybe you know, mom, dad, grandparents, somebody was not Japanese, but obviously he was raised and born in Japan, and he was just talking to this guy. And they're literally for five minutes just talking. Of course, we don't have subtitles, so we don't know what's going on. Yeah. And then, and then towards the- and it's like
1: legitimate teenagers having a conversation. In that you'd think two teenagers having a conversation in the world of film and like even reality TV is sensational. Like, oh, it's amazing. But it was like a real life conversation of two teenage males. Yeah. In yeah. That nothing happened. Right. 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 And These guys weren't mumbling.
0: Over- these guys were, I would say, of all the kids in there, maybe somebody was 24. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. I mean, yeah, if they weren't, like, underaged, they weren't older than 24. And so he's talking to, so this guy, and I called him George Clooney because he's, like, the heartthrob with the big hair and everything. And he's talking to another guy who was obviously the, the, like, hurt rebel, and he had a total, like, James Dean, like, hurt look, like, I'm tough, but I'm hurt, and I don't know why you're talking to me like this, you know, mm-hmm. and was going on, and then it, it, it's, it seemed like a conversation, which, we, <laughs> which we're sitting there eating our buttocks going, boring, it's like, what's happening? Yeah. And, <laughs> and um, then it seemed like uh, uh, George Clooney was chastising James Dean. mm and it was just like, uh-oh, uh-oh, and then the music kind of built up, and then George Clooney got up and went off, and James Dean stood there brooding. And nothing else happened. And this is where the cultural difference between like the Western world and the Japanese world kind of happened here, too. There's a bunch of, I mean, just hormones raging. You're in your late teens, early 20s. Yep. Kids in Hawaii with cameras on you, and it's late in the evening... And the two of them are sitting on a couch like it's a Diane Sawyer special or something and they're talking to each other or an Oprah special.
1: Actually, it's a good point you mentioned there when you said about cameras on them because actually, and the reason it might be boring, is kind of think of it, looking back on it, unlike Big Brother Uh or the sort of reality TV show we used to in in the US now Uh where it's all hidden cameras. I mean, it's shot very well and cleverly, but it's all hidden. But, you know, there's a lot of them, so you fool yourself into thinking it isn't. Right. Like this actually, I think there was just a camera crew there the whole time because yeah, sure. it, was a of, it was a lot of close-ups. It was yep. very dynamic shots. Yep, yep, yep. So OTS is everything. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there was just a whole camera crew there the whole time, which is maybe what was so boring.
0: Probably. <laughs> right. But yeah, because I mean, that's kind of how uh, the real world was in the beginning. Yeah. It was obviously a camera crew there because I remember because there was. I actually remember when it first came out. And I watched it and I was thinking, okay here's the downfall of civilization. I didn't know how right I was <laughs> uh-huh. MTV like like the people when MTV came out said it's gonna ruin civilization. they were even more right because they saw oh, yeah. it 20 years ahead before I saw it you know But yeah there was one episode and one of the, uh, one of the people in the house like slapped somebody else and there was a big bruhaha, and all the camera work stopped and the producers got involved and you can't do that and you know and it's just like and and that would, it was just a little incident, and that was all. But it was kind of like pe- normal people interacting, and then they realized that the ratings are shit because nobody wants to watch normal people interact. Mm-hmm. So it was basically the next show, the next the real world to quote unquote real world was let's get as many assholes as we can and <laughs> make them as antagonistic to each other as we possibly can, and throw them in a the fucking house and see what happens. Yeah, and it's just like oh. Basically, you want a dogfighting ring. That's what you want. And that's what reality TV eventually became. And it was even, you know, they were even saying behind the scenes, like, oh, yeah, the producers encourage us to be dicks to each other and that kind of stuff. It's like, okay, this is hardly the real world, but, you know. And, you know, unfortunately, everybody watches it. And so it gets renewed year after year after year after year. Yeah, and if you make enough money, you'll be president. Exactly, <laughs> exactly right. The only one that I really enjoyed. Snooki could be present right now if she played her cards right. If she played her cards right, that's right. Or the situation. Yeah. I mean, who better to have in the situation room? Well, honestly. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> so, but the one that I liked, and I think we—I don't know if we talked about this on the show or off the air—was um, Joe Schmo, the first oh, yeah. season, where you know. Everybody knew it was fake. Everybody was a hired actor, except for the one guy. Mm-hmm. And they literally found, like, the nicest guy in all of America. Because when somebody would lose, he was like, oh, I'll share my prize with you. And, and the girl who was, like, playing the bitch, like, literally, like, broke down in tears. And she's like, I can't do this anymore. He's just <laughs> the nicest guy in the world. She was, like, all distraught and whatever. And then at the end of it, the dude just, like, fell apart. Because the guy guy who was, like, supposed to be his best friend on the show was actually one of the writers and the producers. The Truman Show happened. Pretty much. It was the Truman Show. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so far this was basically this conversation. And you're like, okay, what's going to happen now? George Clooney walked off. James Dean is brooding. And then it goes to, like, a living room somewhere. And people are pulling earplugs out. And it's... The panel is very evenly distributed. There's three women... Three men, and it looks like it's done generationally. It looks like there's a girl and a guy in their 20s, and then it looks like a guy and a woman in their 30s, and then another man and another woman in their 40s. Or that's at least what it looks like to me. And they're commenting on the TV show. And apparently, when George Clooney switched to sounding like he's chastising the guy, and I don't know what the hell he was telling him. Was he telling him grow up? You know, whatever. I don't know what was going on. Of course, because I don't speak Japanese. And they were talking about it. And they were super animated about it. They obviously were getting a whole lot more out of those like six minutes than we were getting. Well, to
1: be fair, it was only the generations of people that are not in the house that were animated... The two young people that were the most like the ones in the house were boring and said nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's so there's true. a theme here. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Young Japanese people
0: have no personality. <laughs> I can't wait to hang out with some octogenarians in Japan because it's going to be crazy, man. <laughs> e- yeah, full Miyagi. <laughs> <laughs> right. So they're going nuts and they have like a studio audience and it's not a laugh track. And they're dropping gems. Because the people are killing themselves laughing. Oh, yeah. And the two of us are like, what is happening? I'm thinking they're comedians. I think they have to be Japanese comedians, stand-ups. Maybe. But, I mean, like, like I said, it was three generations. And like you said, the, the two youngest ones, they barely said anything. And they weren't particularly no. entertaining. Mm-mm. They were, it, it literally looked like they were just like furniture pieces in this in this room. And the other four were just carrying on and just cracking up the audience. And I'm like, okay... Something must have been happening that was just, like, really, like you said, they're getting a hell of a lot more out of this than we are, because we're like, huh, what? There's nothing... So, then it goes back, and it shows the outside of the house, and it's this really just, like, posh villa somewhere in Hawaii. Um, Mm -hmm. And my guess is, like, Honolulu, because later they showed the girls were in a cafe in Honolulu. And um, there's a giant pool outside, and it's very... I wouldn't say it was an art deco house, but it was like kind of a modern architecture house thing going on. And then inside was an uh, Ikea, I guess, would be the best style described. Mm-hmm. So now there's uh, two girls in there and another guy, which I nicknamed Steve Zahn because he kind of had a baseball hat. And he actually looked a little bit like, um, I don't know because I'm too old, but the kid from from Pokemon, the main kid. Oh, Ash? Yes. He, he kind of looked like Ash. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I shouldn't
0: even call him Steve Zahn. I should just call him Ash. Mm-hmm. He looked like Ash. And, and uh, well, if this was Sean Connery, he said he'd look like Ash. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, he's talking to Clooney, and the two girls kind of sit down and say, two of the girls, say something, and then they're like, in the next shot, they're gone. And then they show up again for a little bit. And in the next shot, they just disappear. And
1: yeah. it was like
0: the camera just did not... <laughs> again, I don't know if it was a cultural thing. The producer called for that. The editor called for this. The girls came and went. It was kind of like, servants are best seen, not heard. Yeah. It, 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 there's literally like... well, In one shot, they were sitting at the table. And in the next shot, you saw a couple of heads going out the balcony. It was just like, what the hell's happening here? And Clooney is... Talking to Ash. And they're going back and forth. And it's, it's fairly uh, jovial. Oh, but James Dean was there in the beginning. And then Clooney comes in and sits down. And James Dean gets up and leaves. Mm-hmm. And Clooney's talking to Ash. And it looks like a fairly friendly thing. And it also looks like he's imparting some kind of wisdom. Uh-huh. And this was like... I don't know if they showed the time uh, stamp on this one. But it's like eight thirty, nine 9 o'clock. Nobody's drinking. Nobody's like, there's like bottles of Coca-Cola around mm-hmm. maybe. Or they're having like a lemonade or something. Yeah. There's no beer. There's no booze. There's no drugs. There's no, you know, nobody's naked. There's no rioting. I mean, what, how is this reality TV? Everybody is. nobody behaves this way. Everybody's supposed to be crazy or at least that's what American reality TV taught yeah. us.
1: American reality, like Big Brother, uh, I haven't seen much of uh, American Big Brother, but at least in English Big Brother, whenever it got to the point where they figured out if it got too boring, or if there was like a day when nothing happened, uh-huh. then they would, they would just put a party on. They were like, guess what? We're having a party. <laughs> and here's 200 pounds worth of booze. <laughs> and they were like, here's, and then here's one pack of condoms. Like, go at it
0: three of these condoms have a hole in them they'd
1: be like yeah they'd be like here's and we'd be like we're going to give you loads of booze and only one person is going to get to select what booze it is and then we're going to let one person be in charge of all the music and then one person be in charge of all the clothes you wear and then just see what happens so bang and you're guaranteed good
0: TV (laughs) nice way to raise the stakes BBC yeah (laughs) (laughs) alright well so so anyway, the girls disappear. Clooney's talking to Ash. And it seems like Ash is like the playful one. Because he's laughing a lot. And he's very like... And you look at him. He looks like an earnest character. Very They all amicable. have baseball
1: caps on. But Ash has his facing forwards. Yes. Everyone else has theirs backwards. Yeah, so that's cool right. Can... Clooney,
0: Clooney and James Dean have theirs backwards. Yeah. And then James Dean walks in. And it kind of brings like the 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 vibe kind of down. It's like, oh man happening yeah okay and then it goes from there well, did it go from there to the cafe i think it did and then the three girls are in the cafe so obviously the setup is three guys three girls living in this house for three four seasons which is all within about i have no idea what year. the point is i have no I idea i have no they idea what did the point see they is like fighting for a prize I, I, or anything I, I, no idea what the point is right Because if this was supposed to be how they behave when they're not around their parents, all I could think of is like, okay, so they picked six kids whose parents are like serious political figures in Japan. (laughs) And if they do anything to embarrass them, they're all going to have to kill themselves. So, I mean, or maybe this is how Japanese kids are. And we're just used to our insane, maniacal American kids that just like go apeshit, everything. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. So they show the three girls. They're in a cafe in Honolulu. And the three girls, again, didn't know their names, but uh, one girl had like that, that, that rusty red kind of halfway between sandy blonde and red hair, mm-hmm. so we called her red, and one girl had just like blonde tips at the end of her uh, uh, long hair, so we called her blonde tips. And then the last girl, what did, it, what did we decide to call her? Oh,
1: you were throwing around. I the was house. throwing
0: around. Oh, that's right. I said a lot. I'm going to call her Coquette because I, mm. I had nothing else. Yeah. She was kind of coquettish, but you know, mm. that's besides the point. Anyway, so they're in a the cafe talking. Very amicable conversation. Just chatting, laughing, having fun, it seems like.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So that happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then they go back to the house, and there's Clooney. On a laptop. It seems like they're there on a, like a student exchange program. Because it seemed like in every shot they were doing fucking homework. And I'm like, <laughs> why is this interesting? <laughs> yeah. So, so, so they go, the show Clooney. And he's on a laptop. And Blonde Tips walks in. And... <laughs> yeah, it might have been a whole... The whole premise
1: of the show might be that they all have to do... An important paper and finish it by a certain date and it's just an exercise in procrastination the whole series, <laughs> the whole just, series not, four seasons just wasting
0: time just not doing their work that's exactly, all it is exactly right so so <laughs> cluny is on his laptop blonde tips walks in sits down on the couch and starts chatting with him and this chat and they go back and forth and this is definitely a flirtatious this is a lot of flirting going on here mm. it's not very overt but it's very like i said it's a cultural thing and the signals like the signals aren't overt but you could definitely see especially from blonde tips and i don't know if she's being particularly aggressive or not but the flirting is obvious to our eyes at least yes yeah and then and and then we're like i wonder is it flirting music and then like the music it's 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 like this Heavy metal, like almost guitar solo, comes on, and she leaves, and he—it's it, almost like in a scene in anime when the guy blows up the bad guy, and it's just like, <laughs> and he's just like rubbing his neck and his eyes, and he's like, oh yeah, oh. baby. I mean, he's doing total like Austin Powers, like oh baby. I mean, his expression is like that, so it's like okay. So blonde tips just was hitting on Clooney, mm-hmm. great. Then it goes to. Did it go to the girl? No, the girls in the bedroom was the end of it, right? I think at the end, yes. Then it goes back to the like dining room table. That's right. It goes back to the g- dining room table. And at the dining room tables we have Red and Blonde Tips and No, Coquette and Blonde Tips, Ash and Clooney. Don't know where Red is at this point. And they're kind of chatting back and forth. And again ashes like with a pen and and writing something i'm like is he doing homework what is happening <laughs> yeah. when is the party where's the drunken behavior what's happening nothing is going maybe, on
1: maybe the whole premise is that there is an extremely hard crossword and they're just <coughs> missing one clue and the whole series is them trying to figure out the clue that i can believe it just the whole series of them just come trying on to figure out. there's google i <laughs> mean <laughs> six japanese students <laughs> must find the
0: final clue of the crossword. They have four months in order to do it. And no money. No money. And no translations. And it's a New York Times crossword. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, let's see how...
0: Yeah, it's it's really like... It's literally just... And there's no consequences. Or no prizes. No prizes, yeah. So, so, so far... Nothing is happening. Nobody knows what's going on. There's just like people having amicable conversations. And I can't believe we're on season three. We're like (laughs) literally in the middle of season three. You would think somebody would be at least pregnant at this point. This year was so hot for it. They did three seasons in one year. In one year. They were... They were throwing they them picked, out. Right. They picked it up. They did season one in 2016. It's so much material. <laughs> and season and three seasons in 2017. It's like <laughs> they can't get enough of this. And I don't... I, it's like I just don't understand what's going on. So anyway, Ash looks like he's doing homework. Clooney against... Clooney is the de facto leader without a doubt. And the heartthrob. Mm-hmm. So Coquette sits next to Clooney. And they're all chatting. And then... It looks like uh, 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 Coquette starts to flirt with Clooney. Yeah. And blonde tips, they obviously show her, she's not happy. Uh-uh. She's not happy because she had a heavy flirt session with Clooney earlier. And what the fuck is Coquette doing well, trying to get she in She on looks this? so
1: unhappy because it's compared to everything else I've seen in the show. I mean, <laughs> when you compare it to American reality TV show where like, you know, a Snooki or someone would like bottle the girl around the head like I say she looks unhappy she looks like someone who brought the wrong shade of white from the dulex back (laughs) to her spare bedroom and it's off Pearl instead of Pearl she has that look on her face like this this is true uh... this is (laughs) this is true
0: Uh... you know what I, I don't think there could be a better Jedi than like <laughs> Japanese people because they keep those emotions completely tabled. Nothing's happening here, so, so yeah, she, she she right, she looked more inconvenienced than anything, right? Yeah. So then that happens. Ash is still talking with Clooney, and then I think and it's just. Then it goes to like the girls' bedroom and the girls are talking. So we got red, we got blonde tips, and we got coquette. And I'm thinking, okay, blonde tips is just gonna like start like beating the snut out of coquette or at least yell at her for like moving in on her territory because she's trying to work away with Clooney. Mm. But no, they're having like a really nice conversation. But now I think something underhanded is happening because then all of a sudden, instead of it being the heavy metal, I got a boner music, now it's like, the hip hop trap track starts going on, mm-hmm. and and I'm like, okay, does this mean they're scheming? Does this mean something bad is gonna happen? I, I don't understand the music choice. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> don't know what's happening. And or when did when did Clooney do the samurai bit? Was that the very end? That was the very end, wasn't it?
1: No. Was it?
0: Was it was Clooney before? We've gone past
1: it. I mean, it, there was no reason. There was no like chronological reason
0: for when it happened. It just happened. And <laughs> they, they showed Clooney with a with a practice sword, practicing his samurai forms. I guess he's the guilty samurai. Mm. And now I don't know.
1: I guess he's guilty because he was chatting up the one girl and he, he was already flirting know, with another
0: girl. Something maybe that's why he's guilty. Or I, yeah, I yeah. It was it was really. I mean. And this is not this is not this show's fault that we're just the westernized assholes that we are, and we want to see drugs, sex, and rock and roll, or in not necessarily in that order, but like in some kind of fashion yeah. <laughs> with young people happening. So they, they, they all seem vaguely guilty.
1: They all just kind of look a bit sappy. Maybe they, the premises at the beginning, they there was a setup where they all gave like food to a homeless guy. And then the homeless guy dies of food poisoning. (laughs) And none of them know which one sandwich is responsible for killing the homeless dude. And they'll find out at the end. It's just six kids
0: you may have killed a homeless dude. So, what you're saying is the TV show is not named Terrace House Aloha State. It's named I Know What You Fed the Hobo Last Summer.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I love it. I Know What You Fed the Hobo Last Summer. Nice. Okay. Mm. Yeah, it, it, it was just the I'm most... going to look it up. I'm going to see what... If, oh, if... what they have to say about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to see if there's a... Um... I'm going <laughs> to enjoy some more culture then while you're doing that. I mean, it's... Who is you? You is an actress. You is an actress? Remember you? Oh, that's what's right. What's that name? was one of, one of the people listed on, on the on the description, yes.
1: You... Oh, uh, hmm. You, was... it appears, is the... Was one of the commentators? Yeah, she's the older one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm, she's a Japanese model, singer, actress, personality. That's okay. you. Really? Well, that
0: explains why like, she was basically taking a head position during all the conversations and just riding over everybody. Yeah. She seemed like somebody who was used to being obeyed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense.
1: What on earth is the... Uh okay, it doesn't even no. Nope. There's no.
0: There's no listing of who the kids were.
1: Um, there is. I mean, but they're just random names. Okay. They no. Oh, they all have
0: nicknames though. Okay.
1: Oh, and occupations. Oh,
0: okay. Let's let's hear the nicknames okay. and occupations. Um, what what are we in which
1: season? Um, we're season all...
0: three, episode four. Are they all the same? Guilty or... Samurai, remember?
1: Episode number in season. Uh huh. Uh um... huh. What were we? Season two, did you say? Season 3? What were we on?
0: Season 3. We were season 3 episode... Excuse me. Season 3 episode 4. Guilty Samurai. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The
1: episode 4. Um, it doesn't seem... I don't think it's going to tell me who was in... No, I don't think it's going to... One, two... Th- um, hmm. Naomi, Uc. Eric, Lauren, Ewa, Arian... It does not give you a lot of information. This is another subat. Okay. There's no information on this show. (laughs) On
0: on Wikipedia, that is. (laughs) What what the hell is it? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Uh,
1: uh, uh, NBC News have done an article all about it, though. Okay. Terrace House, the reality show becomes good-natured. Okay. That's what the headline is from NBC News. Okay. So maybe that's the point of it. Oh. set in Hawaii and has Asian-American cast members who are not of Japanese...
0: And it says dot, 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 so I don't know the rest. Not? But they were all speaking Japanese, am I?
1: Yeah, I guess... I guess they're
0: outcasts, all of them?
1: I, I, I don't know, it says Asian-American. Which I guess why a lot of them look un-Japanese-y.
0: Maybe they speak Japanese, but they're not actually... Oh, Japan. maybe their parents are Japanese and they grew up in Hawaii and they're all just hanging around speaking Japanese.
1: Maybe, yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe the entertainment comes from fact. There's a bunch of Japanese people watching these American Japanese Asians speaking Japanese, but they're American and.
0: But that's not how this Americans is very behave. Confusing.
1: Yeah. Um, what do you get when you put six telegenic strangers in a stylish house and everyone, by reality TV standards, is generally polite to one another? <laughs> The Japanese-language Netflix series Terrace House. Okay. <laughs> the series has gained an international following, spawning threads on Reddit, building up a fan base in the US, and inspiring informal Terrace House tours of locales featured on the show. Think of it as the Anti-Bachelor. Okay. It features a rotating cast of three men and three women, ranging in age from 18 to 29. Okay. It's slow pace, yeah. lengthy like beauty shots of food and scenery, and minimal friction between castmates. It's a departure from the overtop antics typically associated with reality television.
0: Okay, yeah, that describes it pretty much so far.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is basically exactly what it is. It's boring on purpose, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> Cast members date, but usually after engaging in what appears to be a carefully considered courtship where the most subtle of gestures is dissected by fellow housemates as well as a panel of celebrity commentators. Ah. Oh. Oh, that's really boring. Oh, God, it is boring. (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: Okay. It's purposely boring. This is the point
1: of it. (laughs) Japanese people are numb to crazy shit and they made a show that is boring as all hell (laughs) because it's different. And they love it. And they love it. They love the boring show. It's peaceful, yeah? Yeah? It's... It, it's, <laughs> it.
0: So we are rechristening it. Uh, I know what you fed that hobo last summer. <laughs> we're rechristening it to Boring House, Aloha State, yeah. instead of Terrace House.
1: Yeah, that's really that's that's very strange.
0: In a very IKEA furnished house. Huh. Yeah, the they girls bedroom be in particular. they
1: were They're all Hawaiian. Like they were from Hawaii. They were living in Hawaii. They just happen to I guess they have Japanese parents or of Japanese descent. A couple of them were like born in Japan and then moved to
0: Hawaii. To, to Hawaii. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well yeah, Hawaii has a huge Japanese population, so I can see that. Hmm. Interesting. Well there you go. It's purposely boring. It's purposely boring. That's the point. That's
1: the
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Wow. Guilty samurai. Yeah. Guilty I. wow. <sighs> we're picking some gems lately man yeah we are wow <laughs> trying to think what was the one what was the one with the blind guy that seems to be the i mean after teeth that was the most exciting one we had yeah uh the indian one yeah 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 I forgot what that's cool. with the blind guy doing the revenge by pretending to be everybody on the phone that was good i like that yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of like a beer. It's a sliding scale. Yeah. Now, I mean, Exeter was a lot more fun to watch than this was. Yeah. And that was absolute garbage. Yeah, exactly. But like you said, I guess this is the whole point of this show was to make it ultimately boring. And my God, did they succeed.
1: Why, why are we living in this world? Why are people doing this on purpose? <laughs> why is entertainment purposely boring?
0: I, beats the hell out of me, my friend. Wow. That's Yeah, that's... Well, you know what? Good for them. And the fact that it built up an international following, good for them. Yeah. I'm guessing if we put the, the subtitles on and, and we see the the, the uh, celebrity panel comments, we'd probably be laughing our heads off. So...
1: They're probably just laughing about how boring it is, I imagine.
0: <laughs> probably. It's like, where's the alcohol? Yeah. <laughs> Why is nobody having sake? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> well, I- Hey, you know, it's uh, whew, this is. You know what? I'm looking forward to Thor. I'm gonna go see Thor this weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. That's that's. Uh, I'm looking forward. I didn't get a chance to see um, what you call it, Blade Runner yet. Oh, 2049. You should. I was gonna go to the movies and then I saw it was almost three hours and I was like, uh, I think I might just have to wait till it comes out. And, video it's slow but it's good i loved it that's oh no nice. i'm sure i'm gonna enjoy it but like i said i don't know i don't really have three hours to go to and give to a movie theater just for But well,
1: that's the thing i don't have if i i don't have three hours to sit down in front of my television at home and watch anything right i'll just find something else to do i'll get bored i'll do something else but i if i go to a cinema and then i will sit there for three hours
0: i actually because what i wanted to do was uh, uh, go check out the uh, AMC Dine-In over at the mall there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I read. Did you go there yet? No. I read reviews about it, mm-hmm. and it was awful. Oh yeah. Awful, awful, awful reviews. Like a lot of them came, I guess, when they opened. And I guess they opened, and they were just completely unprepared mm-hmm. because somebody said they came to this one, and they've been going to the one in Clifton or 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 Short Hills Mall or something somewhere. And they said um, that that one is fantastic and this one was absolute garbage. Like like some people wrote that they went in, first of all, they had to stand on line to order the food, which is like, well, what's what's the freaking point of this if I have to stand on line to order food? Yeah. You know, because you go to Alamo and it's like crap. You sit down and you fill out the thing and they bring you the food. Yeah. And then they said not only do they have to do that, but then the food came and somebody ordered, somebody ordered like chicken wings and they got like... Uh, what you would call it? Chicken nuggets? Oh. And they were like, I didn't order this. It's like, just take it because, you know, we don't have the other stuff. <laughs> and they were just like, basically just, and it was just like, wh- there was... Like, How
1: much does this cost? Uh, $7. I only have two. Take this because I don't have uh, the other thing. <laughs> yeah, basically. I don't have $7. Take so,
0: so it was nothing but bad reviews for it.
1: So I don't that know It doesn't if, surprise me because I hate AMC. I think it's a joke. Like, I think it's a perfect example of like terrible corporate greed, like ruining any Uh, kind of like, yeah, what should be. That's why I like the the, magic out of movies.
0: That's why I like the fact that we have the smaller ones, the smaller theaters nearby, like uh, uh, Bergenfield. And I think they were doing the one in Closter, but Tenafly, I think those are the, uh, it's a smaller company. And they have like four or five theaters. Mm. So, it's like you know, like all these things, they employ kids because they don't want to pay an adult salary. So, the, you know, and unless you get a kid who's really responsible, yeah, there's only so much service you're going to get because they're kids and they don't care. Oh, yes, yeah, they stuff. don't care at all.
1: You know, so. The only good thing about these places, the AMC specifically, is if you complain about any old thing they'll and give you if movie for an adult they'll give you free tickets yeah yeah exactly they're so prepared for everything you could say like they just they don't even question it they're like <laughs> yeah fine here's free stuff <laughs> uh, yeah that's right i found a family of
0: bats in my popcorn here's okay passes. <laughs> oh that again <laughs> they
1: got back they got back in there <laughs> uh. exactly right oh well
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly right uh. So, yeah. So, looking forward to Thor. Thor <laughs> so will be good. I, I, I'm actually that, surprised, like, actually. I totally somehow missed the boat that, like, in two weeks, Justice League comes out. Yeah. I, that was, like, next year for some reason. And Star Wars. In and like Star Wars is in December, yeah. In like three three like, four weeks. Holy crap. It's just like bang, bang, bang. They're definitely uh, creeping up, yeah. bringing the heavy guns out for this holiday season. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. I don't know what Justice League is going to be.
1: I've, I, from what I've heard, it's going to be really good. I I keep hearing things saying that it's going to be a lot better than anyone thinks it is, um, which doesn't surprise me because from from what I heard, it's it's pretty much they completely redid it. Like you know, they pretty much shot a whole film very much to the similar to what they've done with really? Han Solo thing. Yeah, and they they pretty much did this whole sort of film under the Snyder realm, and then as the backlash with after Wonder Woman and then, you know, um, Suicide Squad and, or whatever the cr- chronology was there, yeah. uh, we, they brought Wheaton in and he basically reshot, you know, half to three quarters of the film. Really? I thought it was just from a I few heard, scenes. That no, apparently. That, well, that was the a pl- a plan, but from what I heard, apparently they really, he completely overhauled the whole thing. Well, really? I think he completely, I think he only shot a few scenes, but I think he personally re-edited like the whole
0: film. Wow. They yeah. gave him editing. That's... Yeah. So uh, for, for those that don't know, and the minimal uh, background work that we do as actors, what we do know is, edit, final, calls on final edit is usually reserved for studio heads. Mm. Like your Weinstein would have final call on movies. And there are very few directors that they would give final edit rights mm. to. And in Weinstein's case, he'd give it to Tarantino, because, yeah. you know, Tarantino, ever since Pulp Fiction, Everybody wants to see everything Tarantino even though I think a lot of his work is eh, you know. Uh, I've heard only bad things about the, uh, what was the last one? The the something seven? The, Hateful Eight. The what? Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. That's, that's Oh, funny. I love that. Did you? I'm oh, a, I, I heard opposite. bad things about it. I love him.
1: Tarantino and okay. I really, even in the films that aren't, that are
0: arguably not good, I find things to enjoy in them. But oh. I really
1: like the Hateful Eight. I thought it was really good. I okay, I didn't
0: that. see it so I don't know but I, I, I heard bad things about that but anyway, He's one of the people that gets final edit calls on it. Yeah. Um, I think Ron Howard is another one. Spielberg, of course, but he owns his own studio, so of course. Yeah. Um, and there might be a few other directors out there that, that'll get final edit calls. Michael uh, Bay, oh, James Cameron, that lot. Well, Cameron for sure, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I'm sure there's lots of directors that work on you know smaller budget films that get final edit calls because it's a small... But I'm talking these big studio heads mm. when, you know... Studio comes in and sinks a quarter billion dollars in your movie, then the studio head just says, like, ah, no, screw you. But, um, yeah, so I, I'm that, that's impressive that they gave. We, I don't, and I don't blame them for it because they Marvel really kind of dropped the ball on Avengers 2 by mm. making Avengers 2 what it was. I mean, the Avengers movies were supposed to be the flagship, yeah, and they turned Avengers 2. For whatever reason, they insisted that that be like the setup movie. Yeah. Which is stupid. Yeah. That's what the other f- films are supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. It was stupid. So, so I mean, Iron Man, great, right? Uh, Captain America, first one, great. Thor, the first one, great. Uh, Avengers, fantastic, over the top, better than yeah. one could have hoped for, right? Then comes Iron Man 2. Eh, it's all right. It's an Iron Man story. I didn't think much of it, you know, but... A fun watch. You've got nothing better to do on a Sunday and some Sun mm-hmm. TV. I'll watch it. Um, what was what was next then? Um, after Iron Man two, was it uh, Civil War? No, no, no. Uh, 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 Winter Soldier.
1: Winter Soldier.
0: Winter Soldier. Great. Great, fantastic. Right. So the the Russo brothers, yeah, bang up job on that one. It's like, oh my God, yes, this one's fantastic. Very, very. It had a very um, Patriot Games kind of feel.
1: Yeah, and then you had Robert Redford in it, which gave it that extra, extra legitimacy.
0: Yes, absolutely, right. So that was really fun. Um, Ant-Man? Did Ant-Man come before Avengers 2? No.
1: Did it? Yeah, because he was in Avengers 2.
0: No. Ant-Man? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, he no, 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 no. no, was in Civil War. He was in Civil War. Yeah, I think it was Avengers 2 then, after that. Yeah. I think... Did Thor 2 happen before Avengers 2? That might have happened before Avengers 2. Yeah, I think Thor. 2 which is. they made that a setup movie. Yeah. So, you know, it's just like, well, that's too bad because, you know, that Chris Hemsworth was great in, in the first one. Um, then they did Avengers two, which was a total setup movie, and that's why Whedon left. He wanted no part of it. And and I can't say that I blame him. Yeah. So he made the biggest grossing movie like of all time, or one of the I don't know if the first Avengers surpassed Titanic or not. But, you know, it was such a huge hit. Mm-hmm. And they just basically dicked him. It's like, no, this is supposed to be the flagship. It's about the Avengers. Then Iron Man 3 came out, and that was like, eh, okay. Ant Man, I really enjoyed. I thought that was a lot of fun. I was upset I didn't like Ant Man. Ant Man was one of my like least favorites, yeah. Oh, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot. Well, of course, there was also a Guardians of the Galaxy, which was fantastic. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I didn't see the second one yet, but I want to see that.
1: Still good, not as good as the first. It's same as the others. Second one is like, yeah.
0: Really? Because I heard from a lot of people that they thought the second one was better than the first one. It's
1: not. No? No way. No one could ever argue that. <laughs> There's no arguing that. It's still very good and it's a lot better than probably the best sequel out of all the other sequels. Yeah. But
0: it's not as good as the original. Okay. No. So then Civil War, which was good. They almost yep. had too much stuff happening. But mm. it was good. The villain was that's that's the thing. The the villains are all becoming very one dimensional. And even like, you know, they're squeezing Loki in all of them. And it's just like, okay, um, you know, it's like, he's not really a villain. He's more comic relief now than a villain. You know, at least with the first one, there was some angst. There was some stakes. There was something going on. But now it's like, eh. He's feeling part of the family now in the next door. He's now not the
1: bad anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I so, like Spider-Man. I know a lot of people Spider-Man, didn't. I... I enjoyed Spider-Man. I thought they got a lot of stuff right. I thought a lot of stuff was unnecessary and wrong. Mm. I love the whole angle on Aunt May. I thought that was a nice new take. The fact that she's like, you know, this middle-aged hottie that everybody hits on and gives her free stuff. It's like, that's great. I I don't like the fact that he lives in an apartment building. That's just like, to me, just like, why? That's, I don't know. Two, there was no reason for freaking Iron Man to be as much in that movie as he was.
1: No, that's true.
0: There really wasn't. And I mean... I remember when all the criticizing started, I said, well, what's that all about? And then I saw the movie, I was like, they have a point. Oh, and there was Doctor Strange, which was done very well. I enjoyed Doctor Strange. Oh, I obviously didn't like that. You Really? No. I thought it was very good. I thought, the only thing that bothered me about it is that as, as brilliant as an actor as Benedict Cumberbatch is, and I, re- and I really love his work, his American accent just wasn't that good. He just didn't it sound quite right.
1: I like Benedict Cumberbatch a lot. I didn't like him in that role. Well. I didn't like the character. I, d- I just don't like that character. I don't like the... The whole thing was too... It was too much magic for me. It's too fantastical. It was too... I like the human elements. It's why I've always been drawn to the DC rather than the Marvel. Traditionally, I like the Batmans. You know, I like the... I mean, Superman is kind of not that case, but I like Batman. I like the Chris and the Batmans. I yeah. like the... Even the Tim Burton Batmans. I like the darker, Yeah, more, yeah, yeah, the gritty. More human-like... Yeah. Things that feel like they're set in a real human city. Yeah. I like an extraordinary character in a human environment, like a real city. Yeah, that's like yeah, yeah. Iron Man's why well, Iron Man's great, and even Avengers. But Doctor Strange for me was too mad. They were like batshit crazy characters in a batshit crazy world that was like there was no for me there was no like there wasn't enough stationary grounded, the, the, grounded, grounded stuff going on even the stuff that was supposed to be the normal world was unbelievable to me like the, 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 the most that's supposed to be the most normal grounded part of it is like the hospital surgery like right. surgeon's world and that stuff was completely I mean, that was like at me. that was like mad the <laughs> stuff they were pulling off like it was so good looking and it's just so unbelievable and so over the top I'm like no no
0: no no even this doesn't work I, I, I enjoyed it I thought I actually did a good job and I mean, part of the reason is when I look at them, I look at them from the comic book side of things and how they did it and, and how well did it get done and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. So I enjoyed it. I thought the Dormammu battle was a little, like you said, over the top. But for the most part, I, I, I enjoyed it. Dormammu! Yeah. I, 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 enjoyed, I enjoyed Doctor Strange. I really did. And, um, and then what else then? In the end was just, uh, well, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, right? that's it, right? Uh, Am I missing something? No, I think that's it. Yeah. And then we've got Black
1: Panthers coming up. Black Panthers coming up, which I'm looking forward to. This is another one that I'm preparing to not like because it looks <laughs> too fantastical. Um, <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Deadpool was great, but that was of course Fox oh, holding on yeah, to that.
1: yeah. Talking about the, the other world, that the third party studio being the Fox Studio. Yeah. I. That's my new favorite studio. I, Why? I, love, Dad, I love Deadpool. I really, really, really loved Logan. Logan was excellent. I, I always had a soft spot for the X-Men movies. I always liked all the X-Men movies as well, even the, the one tough and two, ones. One and
0: two were really good. Three
1: was bad. Well, Brett Ratner, we now understand uh, that he's a sexual predator. Uh, we feel the, good about that being The crack. first class
0: was bad.
1: I don't know what It was
0: I mean, it was entertaining, but overall, in the scheme of things, it was bad. Apocalypse was just God-awful. <laughs> god-awful. It is terrible. Just terrible. That one was, I still haven't seen it yet, but that one from all I hear is just like right there with Suicide Squad. It was just terrible. Like a lot of the characters is like, there was no point for this person to be in this movie. There just wasn't. There was no arc. There was no nothing. There was just no point to it. It's stupid. It was stupid. Um, Logan was good. There were parts of Logan that I thought were completely and utterly unnecessary. Yeah. The whole here, boost your powers and inject yourself. I'm like, no, that's, and you know, and we have another a clone of Logan, like, that was, I, I thought that, that angle was just stupid. I liked it. It had a lot of it. It
1: reminded me a lot of Terminator. It was very Terminator 2.
0: It, I, yeah, I can, try I, like. I, I know, but the whole point was that, yeah, no I just, you know, here's a clone of uh, Logan who's in his prime. That wouldn't happen. Mm. I don't care how much stuff he injected in himself. it just wouldn't happen. He's got the adamantium also and all the stuff no <laughs> I, it, it was just bad it, I thought it was, it was like the Wolverine origin story. Mm. It started good. their heart was in the right place and they finished it off just terribly yeah especially I never saw with those the ones. multi multi-powered deadpool which was just god off. yeah, I never saw those ones. I never saw the,
1: the either of those two stand that one that one, don't bother it's yeah
0: no. I, I really like Logan personally. I thought it was good. It Logan was, was good. I enjoyed Logan. Logan was very, I thought I thought the angle with Professor X was fantastic.
1: Yeah. he was good. Yeah. I thought
0: that was just like the backstory of like what's happening and where are the X-men and all. I thought that was really good. Mm. I love the fact that, you know, Logan is just kind of like trying to like scrape by a living, that they have Caliban with them. you know, like I, yeah, I, yeah. I thought all of that was good. I thought X23 was great. I thought all the little cyber guys that were chasing him, thought that was great. I thought the second Logan was a completely unnecessary element to it. Completely mm. unnecessary. You already have bad guys. Why And you already have bad guys that can really like hurt him badly. He's old, that's the whole point. He's dying. Mm. You don't need an extra super tough bad guy in there. It's it was I, I to me it was I think superficially it was just cool to see Hugh
1: Jackman like legitimately looking like you know, I feel like it wasn't even like some of these films we've seen where they've put all this CGI over someone to make them younger. It legitimately looked like you just clean Hugh me up a bit and put a little bit of foundation on him, and he looks like he's 25 again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah. Believable yeah. as all hell. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I mean that was good, but like I said, as as a, as a point in the story, it, it was unnecessary. Mm. I didn't think it was necessary. I enjoyed Logan, I really did. I thought it was completely unnecessary. So, that's my two cents on that. But anyway. All right, let's, let's, let's review, let's review our food and our drinks and then say what's going on here with, uh, so I know what you fed the hobo last summer. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, for the burek, we had the beef burek and the cheese burek, And tell me, my friend, what did you think of those things from Jeddan Bakery?
1: Big fan of the burek. Okay. Big fan. I liked it a lot. Very, very nice, uh, it, it, really, really good.
0: That's a, I mean, that's a good party food. I would oh, think, yeah. like watching a game, you know, whether it's football, soccer, football, yeah. whatever, you know. Well, I'd have that
1: with anything. I mean, that's the first time I've had it, but I mean, it it ticks all the boxes. For me, I'm like pastry stuff in it.
0: The stuff in it was good. The <laughs> pastry was good. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Easy. Oh, just, that was really good. I really enjoyed
0: that a lot. Okay. Mm. So what? Uh, well, zero to five. What are you giving the budak? Uh,
1: I yeah. Uh, four point six. Mm. Big
0: fan of the book. Can yes, you see? are. Wow. Okay. I um. Well, I obviously enjoy it because this isn't the first time I had it. But you've had different though, so you have an
1: advantage of, of already having handbooks. So yes.
0: You- yes. Yes. So, but I mean, I, I, I remember clearly when I had the first one, and I was just a huge fan. Um. I I would definitely give this a four point five. This is a really just nice. Like you said, pastry and tasty, and Mm. lots of savory flavors to it, and the 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 the, the dough is so crispy and flaky. And
1: there's no right for any of that to be because it is. You can tell that it's not like American made because it's it's every. We're funny. We were saying this about other stuff earlier, but it's just every part of the ingredients are just better than they need to be. Yeah, it's like it's the perfect. It's it's exactly the equivalent of what you'd expect to find in Seven Eleven. Yes, but everything is worse. Everything. The pastry is like badly cooked. Yeah, The, you know, the meat, it just tastes of mush. <laughs> or the cheese is just like awful. Cheese sauce, cheddar, substitute. <laughs> right. Like, every, every part of this was great. The pastry was, you know, gorgeous. Crispy the, and flaky. The cheese yeah. was really, really nice. Real cheese. cheese. And yep. the, the beef was seasoned
0: and really tasty. Yeah. And I could tell it was actual meat. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like, um, what was it, the new house of pizza pizza that we had? Mm. Like you said, it yeah. has no business being this <laughs> no. good. There's it's no like, reason for it. I feel it, like really. someone needs to tell these people, like, you can save money on <laughs> this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you can make it slightly less good and probably make more money. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, so you gave that
0: a 4.6, I gave it a 4.5. What about your cold shower kelch from the Six Point Brewery?
1: Um, I, just, I really like this actually. It was nice. It was a um, nice easy drink. It was nice. it was nice. It was a nice change from what we've had with a sort of a stronger beers um uh the more crafty beers yeah, yeah yeah this is a good example because that's the thing with craft beers i think they have too much of a um it's tough because people that are already into craft beers there's this misconception with craft beers that they're very over the top they're very you know pretentious there's they they've got too much flavor or alcohol for the sake of it right and it's all these people these Ponty palettes who were like oh it's this it's interesting yes, yes 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 and and it's the sort of people that just want to drink a beer and watch a game and it would pick up a cause a bud. and this is a great example of the sort of craft beer that you get someone to drink yes. as an entry beer and be like try this and be like oh wow this, this is, is very really nice, nice. this yes. is better than anything i drink and,
0: and you're right i mean the the stereotype is there for a reason because there are a lot of craft beers mm. that are like you said just bitter for bitterness sake because like oh how many hops can we possibly fit in this and still call it beer kind of stuff like you know yeah and we've talked about it. it's like oh great i'm drinking a broom this is and, and like you said yeah. and then people go like no it's the palate no it, stop no. It's, it doesn't taste good i
1: just imagine you could like hold a marathon in brooklyn and invite all the bearded hipsters in their tweet to run the marathon and then afterwards be like oh would you, you some here's some water for the end of the marathon they'll be like they'll be like oh no 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 no. i would have my, i would have my double triple ipa it's the only thing that i find truly refreshing
0: <laughs> <laughs> right exactly so yeah so yeah in terms of of, of beers easy to, this one was easy to drink uh a lot citrusier than i expected it to be mm. um not quite a lager, but kinda of drifting in it's still hoppy though. You know, let's let's not be misunderstood here. It was a nice I, I would give this beer a four, four point one. Yeah, I think, I did the same, I'd give it four point one. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Excellent. Um so now for our final terrace house Aloha State, or as we renamed it, I know what you fed that hobo last summer. Um what do you I'll tell you what I think is going on here. Okay. Okay. I think this is actually six kids who flunked school Mm. and their parents stuck them in this multi-million dollar mansion to make sure they do their summer school homework correctly. Mm. And hence there was no beer, no booze, no drugs, no nudity. It is um, This was pretty much what I would have... And not that I was like a crazy party animal by any stretch of the imagination, but I would be like Bluto from Animal House in this place. Mm -hmm. Because it was about as interesting as watching beige paint dry. Yeah. That's what I think is going on there. They're just doing their homework away from their parents without any distractions.
1: That sounds about right. In
0: in a fancy villa. Because that sells apparently.
1: Yeah, no, that sounds that sounds about right. Okay,
0: what do you think, my friend?
1: <sighs> what I think uh-huh. is happening here. Okay. It's not what you think. I think. Okay. No, what right. I think is happening here. Okay. Is I think we miss. I mean, obviously, we miss the beginning. We miss yeah. The I, well, yeah, we missed the first two seasons. Uh, yeah, I think in the setup. Uh huh. I think there are there are a group of six, um, Swedes, (laughs) maybe... Wait, you mean six people from Sweden? Yes, six people from Sweden. Okay. Perhaps maybe one from Norway. Okay, sure, why Just a a bit bit different. They thought he was Swedish, turned over from Norway, and then they were like, uh, uh, well, you're already here. Okay. Um, (laughs) And it's too late to put another (laughs) out. Okay. And they were all in different states of um they heard different questions about tax returns um bear with me here okay. <laughs> tax returns Tax uh, returns, yeah, yeah yeah and they the different states of tax returns and they thought maybe they'd been caught up in a like a tax haven sort of situation where they thought that they were putting the money in the right place tax wise turns out maybe they weren't but they're not entirely sure uh-huh. but they all received letters from a local um uh, CPA uh-huh. was like, oh, come and have a meeting with us because we want to discuss your your, your financial situation because then we, we can go more in depth in it. So they were like, oh, interesting. Uh-huh. And they're all they're all in their like fifties, um, 50s, late fifties, 50s, early. The Swedes, yeah, they're all in their late fifties, early. 60s. Oh, this is and an interesting th- twist. Th- th- they uh-huh. get there yeah. and and th- just as about they're about to give them their report about their their financial situation, the taxes. Uh-huh. They say, in order for us to give you the final information on this, uh-huh. we're gonna. Put you in this device uh-huh. that's going to turn you into a 20 year old pseudo Asian person ah and we're going to put you in a house in Hawaii ah. um, and you have to stay there for a month and then afterwards you'll uh, find out what you, your tax report will um, will come up and they did that okay um, and they and they sent them to Hawaii. Uh And then they said, okay, and you only have $12 a day to spend. Ah, $12 a day to spend. Swedes are frugal though. They'll they'll stress that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And also as an added bonus, you all have some incurable disease and you're all going to die in precisely six years. Ah. You're going to die in six years. Okay. So there's the added element of states there. Ah. They are, and we're just watching a bunch of six-year-old Swedes who are, have been transformed into young Japanese-ish people okay. who know they have six years to live okay. and twelve dollars a day
0: okay. in Hawaii, and that's what we were watching. <laughs> that's what we were watching. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I was with you with the Swedes, <laughs> and I thought maybe. Mm. It was going to be a Swedish sex school. No. With young Japanese people no. as their proxies. No, it's not. I see. The producers thought it was much better to do genetic time travel <laughs> with these Swedes. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I see. I, they must have found like a bunch of Swedish alcoholics that are in recovery then because I would mm. think Swedes would at least drink while they're in Hawaii.
1: Yeah, well, they only have $12 a day to oh. spend.
0: That's uh, true. So, for all we know, they're making hooch in the house and storing <laughs> it in the toilet yes, tank. could be. They like could be. Like in prison. I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. And what would you call, you'd call this Terrace House Aloha State? I'd call it exactly that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, there you go, folks. We figured out exactly what's going on here. My name is Tomo Loverick, and with me, as usual, is the one, the only, the Quig, Mr. Sean Quigley. And thanks for listening to another episode of What's Going On Here. Take it easy.
1: See ya.